Paso Apostle Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Paso Apostle Podcast, otherwise known as the Paso Podcast here in Taos, New Mexico, where we feature local organizations that are part of the Paso Network and get to know what supports are out there for families in the Taos County area and uh, speak about early childhood education and everything related to that. Today, I'm very excited to be interviewing a couple of wonderful people from First Steps, which is a home visiting program here in Taos, and I look forward to them explaining more about that. Um, my name is Miles, and today we have Jackie and Carla. Um, Jackie, would you like to introduce yourself first? Sure. Um, my name is Jackie Imberger, and I'm the program manager for um, Taos First Steps Home Visiting. We've been around Taos for 13 years. Actually, just got done celebrating our 13th birthday. Our program um, really, at the heart of it, provides support to families in our community, supporting that parent-child relationship, and really following parents' lead around um, you know, how we can support them as parents, whether it be through connecting them to resources, through understanding the milestones that their children are going to meet, or just kind of hearing the challenges of, of what parenting is like. And so, you know, we've been around for a while and um, it's just really been an honor to be able to have this service for our families in our, in our community. Great. Well, thank you, Jackie, for sharing that. And then we also have uh, Carla who will be in on the conversation as well. Carla, would you like to say hi and introduce yourself? Hi, thank you. My name is Carla Vigil, and I'm a home visitor for the First Steps program. And I've been doing home visiting for about four and a half years. And it really is just a pleasure and an honor to be able to serve the families of our community. And, um, you know, it's all of Taos County that we're serving, starting from, you know, the northern communities of Costilla and Amalia down to uh, Penasco and Tres Piedras and everywhere in between. So we're really serving quite a, a lot of families and um, just being welcomed into their homes and welcome to help them through their journey of parenting and being able to see the children just grow and develop is, you know, it's been just an amazing experience for me. So, um, and then in addition to um, Taos County, we also serve a couple of communities out of Rio Riba and Colfax County. So that includes uh, Dixon and Angel Fire and Eagle Nest. So that's kind of our service area. That's wonderful. That's a lot of people. And for those who are unfamiliar with the area, uh, Taos County, I think, has about 30,000 people, if I'm not mistaken. And then when you add on uh, neighboring communities, like you mentioned, Angel Fire and such, that's really wonderful that you make your services available to that wide range of um, families in, in our geog geographical area. When it comes to um, people listening or people who might be a part of the family with some young kids in it, um, what kind of person would you say is the kind that um, reaches out to First Steps and, and, and seeks some uh, guidance or support or just someone to lend an ear to? So um, I think when we, um, you know, put the word out there about First Steps, um, the, the families who are eligible or who qualify are families who have children under the age of three, including pregnant 
women. Um, and, you know, even if you're not the, the biological parent, but you're a caregiver, you qualify for services and these services are free. And so, um, yeah, if you're a parent or a caregiver of a child younger than three or you're pregnant, then you qualify for a program. And it doesn't matter if it's your second or sixth child. Um, we serve not only the firstborn child into the family, um, but we serve all subsequent children after. And so, you know, we have some families who have been with us um with children who, you know, two or three of those children have graduated from the program. And so we're really lucky in that, um, number one, it's free for all families in our county. Um, and two, it's not limited to just firstborn children. We can serve, you know, as many children in the family that are coming into the family. And, you know, it's important because they're all individuals and the experience is going to be different each time. So... Yeah, like as you're saying, I mean, just to kind of reiterate, you know, as a parent myself, I, I can, you know, understand that the, the parenting process for each of my kids has been a little different and, and it never ends, you know, as, uh, as we all know as parents. Um, when I think about the service, it's awesome that you're there to provide that. Uh, just to clarify for those listening, it is free and it doesn't matter whether they have certain types of insurance or different income levels. Is that right? Absolutely. Um and uh, services, families can um, refer themselves. So it isn't a, as formal of a process that you need to be referred by your doctor or your primary health care provider um, or someone else in the community. We, you know, our largest group of uh, people that come to our program are self-referrals, whether they either just walk in the door uh, email myself um, or call up on the phone and say, hey, I heard about your services. Can I hear a little bit more? And they'll, um, when they call, they'll, um, the first person they're going to talk to is our um, data coordinator. His name is Drew. And um, he'll spend as much time on the phone just answering any questions that you have. And then his process would be to take client's name and number and then it usually comes to me and then I assign them to um, a home visitor that, um, you know, before COVID, I would definitely make sure that it was uh, an area that the home visitor traveled to. Because since we cover such a big area of Taos County, home visitors um, are kind of uh, located, you know, within a certain area so that they're not, you know, driving all over the county. And I just wanted to add to that we have four home visitors who speak Spanish. And so if there's families um, that are um, only Spanish speaking, we certainly can serve uh, those families also. Yeah, that's really important. And it's great that you offer that. And I'm thinking about those listening now, even though we're speaking in English, um, if you know someone who is primarily a Spanish speaker or uh, a community or friend who you'd like to share this information with, um, they can reach out obviously to First Steps on their own as well and, and find someone they're comfortable with. And what are some things, you know, if, if I'm new to the program, are there certain things that families tend to ask or, or, or mention that they really benefited from by using the, the First Steps um, program and, and working with your staff? Well, I think it's important to let people know that um, we tailor our services to meet the needs of each family. So 
every home visit looks different. And um, together, the home visitor and the family identify how we can best support them. And then we structure our visits around that. So, um, you know, some families come to us because they're first time parents and they're in the pregnancy stage and they're just looking for more information and um, support. You know, we might have a single mom who doesn't have family around that, you know, she's wanting to build her support system. Um, we might have someone who just wants to talk about their experience and reflect on their parenting on, and what's working and not working and, you know, um, strategies and ideas that they can uh, use to make things easier for them, easier for their child. Um, you know, we have families that come to us because they're in the toddler stage um, and toddlers have very challenging behaviors. And so, again, looking at, um, you know, what's going on? What is your child communicating to you? How can I support my child through this process? Um, you know, and so it may be very specific in that way. And um, some parents come to us for parenting classes. So, you know, they just, you know, need more help or more support with just parenting in general. And so we have some curriculums that we use that we're able to share with our families and go through that process of, um, again, it's, it's a lot of, you know, talking, listening, reflecting. Really, the parent is the expert of their child. And so we're not there to tell you what to do or how to do it, but rather just support you through the process because you already know the answers that you're coming to us, you know, and asking. And so we're just going to be there to support you through that process and um, talk through it. And, you know, maybe along the way, provide some information and, um, you know, just really explore those ideas and strategies and things again, that are working or not working or that you can do differently. That's awesome. As you were talking, I was thinking about a lot of things, but a few things that came to mind that I wanted to mention were we all have had the experience as children growing up with our families, and it's always been different. And we might feel like we had a really good childhood, or maybe there's some things we can recognize were not um, the best they could have been. But also like you know, some like myself, I feel like I had a pretty good childhood, but as I get older, I learn more and more about the things that um, I experienced that might sometimes influence negatively, you know, my parenting style or be something that is a part of my family history that I don't want to carry on as I become more aware of those things. And, um, you know, not to get too serious about it and stuff, but just to say that working with first steps as I actually have um, as a parent also, it's not to say that I'm a bad parent. Or that I don't know what I'm doing, but instead, like getting feedback from people that aren't in your family, um, but that you feel like you can be really honest with, I think is a really valuable service. Yeah, we really strive for that. I mean, that's our goal really is to um, be able to look at those things. And, you know, we actually have, you know, a tool that we use to kind of reflect on that whole idea of like, you know, we learned about parenting from our parents. And so there's definitely things that we liked and that we didn't like. And what are we going to um, carry on with our kids in our parenting journey, but then also what are those things that we really want to change? And, you know, that's very, um, you know, it really opens the door to just even being aware of what those ideas are, because sometimes we don't think about it. And until it's brought to our attention, 
then, you know, we don't think about it. And yeah, that is okay to say, I'm going to take this and this that I liked um, from the information or experiences that I have. And then I'm going to change, you know, these other things that I didn't care for. And so, yeah, definitely something that um, I think a lot of families find valuable. And again, is something that we not we don't necessarily think about, you know, until it, it is brought to our attention. Um, how how can a family or what's the best way for a family to reach out to you all if they want to get involved or learn more? There's a few ways. Um, they could go onto our website on the Holy Cross Hospital First Steps program. I think if you Google that, I Google that today to see if it would work. Check us out on there. We have a, uh, a video that we did a few years ago when we celebrated our 10th year um, anniversary. Um, and then it also has some... Uh, some pictures and bios of all the different home visiting staff on there. You know, um, one of the things that we really work hard on recognizing is that, you know, sometimes, you know, you just don't hit it off with your home visitor and that's just really kind of a normal part of life. And, and that if you, um, you know, we really want people to be able to feel comfortable and safe and um, feel like, you know, their home visitor gets them. And so, if someone would be um, have a home visitor that they felt that like, oh, this is a really nice person, but I don't want to get them in trouble, but I'm just not really gelling with them, that they can always call me or they can talk to their own visitor to say, hey, you know, um, I really, you know, am interested in these services, but, you know, I'd like to be matched with someone different. And we will, uh, and that comes to me. So people can certainly reach out to me and ask me for those kinds of things. Um, so asset, accessing us through the website, they can call our phone number, which is um, 575-751-5764, and they'll, they'll uh, talk to Drew. Um, they could uh, come and knock on the door, um, or they can um, also send, uh, send us an email. Those are probably the easiest ways to have access. Um, and they can also have their doctor or their school teacher uh, refer them. You know, something we just wanted to share, too, is, you know, in this challenging time of COVID, our services haven't um, been interrupted at all. And so all the home visitors are uh, working from home and they're visiting with families either on the phone or uh, through Zoom or other social media that's um, comfortable for for the client. And so we're finding that this is a really um, critical time that families need support and support in their parenting um, because they're home with their children or they're supporting their kids through school. So um, just because it's the time of COVID, please still reach out to us for, um, for support. Thank you so much to First Steps and for listening to the Paso Paso podcast. Stay in touch, reach out, and learn more at pasotaos.org.